Hey everyone, we're um, back on uh, the air. Uh, this is Brandon, <laughs> and over here is uh, Brandon. Uh, hey, you're still in the playoffs right now. Do you have to? Are you supposed to get to a game soon? <laughs> I should probably head out. Yeah, it's um, if we can wrap this up in like 15 minutes, that'd be that'd be perfect. No, by the time it's released, I guess we'll see what uh, you know <laughs> if it's at the uh, how that they're doing. You know, so we'll see. Yeah, um, see the Orioles. Let's see. Uh, playoffs uh let's see this is perfect for our demographic of <laughs> our five listeners who don't i mean they might all love who they, they all they're all listening it for brandon hyde's opinion they're like <laughs> god i want to know what brandon's thinking tonight <laughs> now they're down to hey. nothing but they're playing tonight we'll see what happens so they're like Thanks. oh we listen to the coach brand uh manager brand hyde's uh podcast we just want to know what he's thinking like his strategy and stuff <laughs> about batman uh, what the fuck <laughs> I, <laughs> I love this i want to subscribe <laughs> <laughs> like oh um, god fantastic <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> um so that'll uh, immediately date the episode of uh, when this is taking place. So um, <laughs> when we're still in the middle playoffs. Uh, right. Anyway, so um, I, get, I, can't, I can't remember how we start these anymore. Uh, let's just say, well, here's what I was thinking. I was going to ask you like I did last time. Instead of what you're playing, what you reading, and what you're watching, I'll just ask you one question, but it can mm-hmm. be have multiple answers. What you <laughs> listening to? Oh. I love that. That's a great question. Um, so I've been listening to. Actually, this is perfect timing because I was actually thinking about this the other day. Um, this might be the, the most insane, like soundtrack I've, I've chosen to uh, relax to. But I've been listening to the Oppenheimer soundtrack. Oh, nice. To go to. Um, I don't know. It's a very It's it's a very terrifying score, but also very relaxing at the same time there's something about it that's just like very melodic and i mean it's incredible it's it's one of the best um film scores of the last years uh yeah especially i want to mention the track ground zero is really incredible because it's in the movie it's the build-up to the trinity test i mm-hmm. love what uh Lud- ludwig uh Gronson, the way he's able to like he matches the sound of the the Geiger counter in the music where he's able to kind of like um, have that that same kind of like crackling kind of effect like as the song is going. It really builds to this like really amazing crescendo. And it's just it's incredible. It's definitely one of those things. Oh, man, it's so cool. I love it. Yeah. I that's, definitely that's, not listen to that more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good one for like especially for reading. I think it's good where it's very, very compelling and, you know, keeps you focused, but it's not going to get in the way of what you're trying to read. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's a good, well, that's a good pick. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I haven't been listening. I've just been listening, you know, things on shuffle lately. Um, for yeah. me, I've been, um, for podcast wise, uh, I've been listening to, uh, I think you probably, you, I think you listen to it. Um, the, uh, Sky Ackerman and Adam Scott's, um, uh, you spring in Springsteen on my bean. <laughs> They're uh, Bruce Springsteen like uh, yeah, listen through thing, um, which is pretty cool. It's really fascinating because 
they do do a good job of like talking about the history and like the context around each album and like they play like the songs somewhat through and like it's really cool like this was definitely the season i wanted to listen to the most because i really like bruce springsteen a lot you know no this one yeah the season's been fantastic i love like Mm -hmm. especially hearing i know we talked about this where it's great going through an artist that like we both really know and love and then like have a lot of history with like a lot of the early work too. And I'm really excited to kind of see like how they go through it and like what they think of uh especially like some of the later stuff is gonna be kinda yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh so it's it's something that like I feel like that'd be fun to do on like our show, like maybe pick a band or something, like just steal from them and then uh like 'cause <laughs> I keep I mean me and Ali keep wanting to do but we'll see if we do it one day or we can you know like uh we wanna do um that and then uh, i want to do like ryan or ali has not seen um and uh, and say like watch a movie and then like but not know anything about it and then talk about it afterwards or something like that so it'll be fun to kind of we could do that maybe during the winter time or something like that so that'd be kind of fun you know (laughs) i love that Mm -hmm. that's the idea yeah oh my god yeah so that's pretty much um yeah but uh anything else uh, on your mind um Besides that, nothing too much. Just wasn't been listening to a lot of um shout out to Gamefully Unemployed for the yeah. Tom and Jeff watch Batman uh <laughs> listening yeah. to that. And it's it's so tough now because it's now entered my vernacular of their impression of uh. especially of Batman when he's calling for Alfred, he's like, Alfred. Uh, yeah. Alfred. Just the, the way they do that, like that raspy, <laughs> like yell for Alfred. It, it, mm-hmm. it kills me every time. And I can't stop reading Batman in, in their voice. Now <laughs> like, <laughs> reading something. It's just like, Robin, it's just him, <laughs> him just trying to get yelling that like raspy kind of voice. I love it's one. So- um, I love uh, their bits and like their recurring like the 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 personalities they've given to like each like villain and stuff or or Batman yeah. like um the Batman's like how dare you how dare you uh, attack wealth <laughs> it must protect the wealth he's and stealing then, um, <laughs> wealth <laughs> um uh, Harvey no <laughs> um, and then uh, my other one favorite ones are um uh what killer croc is, is like a feminist where he's like a dame's right is to choose his right <laughs> like like where it's like leave the one leave the lady alone <laughs> yeah. um he's got shoes. yeah <laughs> and then the other one i think is uh that i can remember off the top of my head oh, oh that two more is where scarecrow um is what scarecrow is like a equal opportunity employer where he's like you you all get a, a 401k <laughs> You all are like he's just a good like boss where he's like take take some PTO. Don't want you stressed out. Don't don't work your yeah. It's a tough job. There we go. And then uh, the other one where it's like uh, Rosal Ghoul's always telling Batman to like you know like plow his daughter. He's like, why would you make sweet love to my daughter? That's <laughs> so funny. It's so <laughs> like it gets me every time. It's um. It's so ridiculous. I think, like, like on that same note, I, 
I love Martian Manhunter, but their version, <laughs> their version of Martian Manhunter, like oh, that too, yeah, <laughs> so many good kills so bad. It's just like the way, <laughs> the way they do his voice. But I think the the one that like really got me and has like n- never left my brain is their version of John Stewart. <laughs> John Stewart, what the torture everyone. That was the best. Oh, man. <laughs> torture someone <laughs> today. Oh yeah. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, that's uh, that's been recently on the docket for me and it's um such a great show. So Yeah. So, um, that's a, that's a fun one. Well, now that we've talked about funnier podcasts, let's get into our <laughs> podcast that just copies all these other ones and and apes their style. Depending, I look, I like to think, well, especially me because I absorb it um, more. But like, I like people like listen, like, okay, what podcasts are gonna are they gonna talk about during the beginning of the show? Okay, this is what they're gonna act like for the rest of the show. Like, if if Ryan's been listening to comedy bang bang more, he's gonna try to do like more bits and stuff. And then, but if he's doing like, you know, whatever, something else, he'll be like, <laughs> try to do that more. <laughs> <laughs> that really checks out. <laughs> like Makes sense I'm, every week. <laughs> if I've been like, if I've been watching a lot of like video essays on YouTube, I feel like I definitely like have that manner of uh, of speech where I'm just like, and in this scene with Batman, this describes the the 1985 fall of Warner Brothers in the same way. It's a very <laughs> kind of style to it. Uh, it's not like other youtube guys or tiktok guys who's like hey everyone we're back and this week we're going to talk about <laughs> black just yeah just shit. kind of uh, <laughs> like the stupid <laughs> i want to do thumbnail i want to do th- thumbnails of us like um <laughs> with mouths open like pointing to the comic like oh my, oh my god <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe this oh fuck <laughs> Oh um, well, if I cared any more about this, like I did maybe two years ago, I would definitely like edit that and try to do that. But I don't anymore. <laughs> it's just then now I'm just this is much work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe if I have time one day, but maybe not. Probably definitely not this week, but one <laughs> one day you'll see that thumbnail and be like, oh shit, they did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, um, uh, so, um, I guess I, no transition <laughs> after that. So, um, w- yeah, so this week we're, um, if you're listening to the last episode, we actually pe- kept our promise and we're, uh, and I actually suggested a comic for a change and, um, but I'm still, uh, but I'm still going my promise. I promise not to read it, even if I suggest it. And this is still holding true. No, uh, I read it like a month ago, but I, I just skimmed it today. So I, I know basically everything so um it'll be fine i, I promise I, it'll be the, i <laughs> i took after uh I, I took your method and i read it um about two hours ago <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> like <laughs> it was very much one of those things where i i know myself and i'm like well i have to keep myself to tuesday because if i don't i'm mm-hmm. i know i'm it's like one of those things where i was yeah. just like gotta just read <laughs> like for me yeah. it's just like just read the goddamn book I, <laughs> just <laughs> the worst shit you've ever read you're like god damn it. <laughs> no, just, I, mean, I was gonna say, um, <laughs> i 
yeah this book is a uh, it's a lot there's <laughs> there's so much going on <laughs> i take it down yeah beat by beat but yeah we're gonna <laughs> oh um i didn't want to say this is behind the scenes stuff but i think your camera is off for me uh i think it keeps doing that um oh oh, no, oh yeah i don't know why it does that but maybe i'll come back but um for anyone because it's funny for spotify like when you we up fucking spotify owns everything now for some reason but thank you for our great sponsors spotify for letting us use your anchor.fm thing that you bought from them and then you change everything around so it's completely different thank you spotify of course. keep spot keep sponsoring our show by sponsoring just letting us do thing do things for free like so we don't have to pay 15 dollars a month like we used to for soundcloud right as long as you keep that that's all i care about yeah that's it yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah but so they changed it to like we can upload like a video podcast through spotify but that um you know but it still comes up as audio through other podcast mediums so if anyone's watching through spotify um you can see our faces so that's a pretty cool um thing that i can't change because i don't know how audio files or video files work and i tried to change it last last time i uploaded it and i tried to like change it to an mp4 to mp3 to like a JPEG, to like a PNG or something like that, but none of them worked. I don't know all those little right. acronyms at the end, so I just kept it as a video file. So if you have Spotify, you get to watch us, and maybe only just Brand sometimes through the camera, so, <laughs> or through the video. So you'll see Brand make face faces and gestures and be extra okay. animated, and I'll just do as I and I'll just keep my like last time I was watching like going through the video file and I just went like dark halfway through because I didn't turn on my light and I was like, oh yeah, I guess. Should turn my uh, light on back here. You look like um, in a true crime document documentary when when to light them from behind and they like <laughs> modulate your voice. <laughs> so it was like <laughs> the Punisher was talking about his hog and at this <laughs> at this page. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get that. <laughs> we'll have to, we'll have to shove that in. Uh, no pun intended. In, in somewhere into this book. Well, I'm sure we'll. We'll find well, somewhere that's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's um. So I wanted to mention something. Like, <laughs> I hadn't even opened the book yet, and there's something I wanted to talk about on the cover. It makes me laugh so hard, and I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll I guess picture online, but it's. <laughs> so the cover has like, the repeated motif: Superman, Batman, standing back to back with each other. My favorite is in the bottom left corner because it has Superman <laughs> just, just pinching like it's uh, he's supposed to be pinching his eyes in a way that is like conveying grief. But it looks <laughs> it just looks like he's he's cringing from Batman's outfit. That's literally what out. I think every time. And I've read this book several times. I just think he's like, oh, what a dipshit. Because in the context of the book, it's Batman's <laughs> son. I think that it's in the costume it or. Is. Some other fuck is in the costume right now, and he's like, "Oh my god, this dipshit! Oh god!" <laughs> he's like, "He married 1979." <laughs> just <laughs> he damn it, my dipshit son-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> and just and love how Batman has his arms crossed. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm cool. cool. <laughs> no, you're not, you dickhead. <laughs> <Don't ask. laughs> um, oh, so uh yeah, so if uh I was saying Superman Batman Generations, it's a 
a book uh, written and drawn by uh, uh, John Byrne. And um, this was published um, from January to April of 1999 in four-issue limited series, much similar to The Dark Knight Returns and I'm sure other books like that. Um, and uh, so, uh, so then it's been collected into this trade paperback. Uh, the basic premise of this is that um, that it's what it's like a it's an Elseworlds, but it's like a um, if a what if um, <laughs> super, like Superman Batman aged within like real time. Like it's the book starts in 1939 and it skips decade to decade, and it shows it sees how um, maybe their lives progressed and how uh, events unfurl throughout time and and how you know like in uh, our history, it's like, I mean, like the 50s and the 60s are a little goofier, but then the 70s and 80s and 90s are a little bit more hard edged and stuff. So it's kind of like that's like the meta narrative within uh, the comic. So I'd say, right? Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, John Byrne, a little backstory for John Byrne. He is um, a. British-born American writer. I don't, I don't know. Well, we'll say real quick. So he, but he's yeah, prolific. He's written a lot. He's drawn a lot. He's worked yeah. on the 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 reboot of the Man of Steel back in 1986 after the Crisis of Infinite Earths. Um, he wrote um the Dark Phoenix Saga. He wrote Days of Future Past for X Men comics. Uh, he's been all over the place. Um, uh, kind of um, what he's uh oh uh kind of controversial ish where. For Superman, especially, we're not. In, I'm not. I don't think it's in that Man of Steel series, but he's like had. We're you know annoying dipshits online. We're like, see, Superman's killed before, and it's like from a John Byrne comic. Everyone's like, yeah, we know, <laughs> we hate that guy or something like that. So I think that's like he's kind of known for that, like that he showed Superman do like kind of like more gray area things. But I think that's like kind yeah. of like uh, people complain about him a little bit, but he's still. I, and he's, I think he can get uh, a little bit of an asshole, but um, in real life, but allegedly, I'll just put that allegedly, he's an asshole, but yeah. uh, I really don't yeah. know. <laughs> I really don't yeah. care either. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> the less said, the better. Yeah. Yeah, right. But yeah. I mean, but uh, then, but talking objectively, I think he's, um, you know, uh, pretty. I'd say a pretty good writer. Just depending on, you know, he varies from, you know, book to book. I think I remember Man of Steel, the the comic book being really good, and um, obviously the X Men runs were really good. And um, you know, just the, you know, like, like any other writer, he was, um, uh, yeah, like um, um, Jesus. Now, oh, fuck, I'm reading. Now I'm reading like his personal life, so which I shouldn't even scroll down to. So never, <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking about him. So. Anyway, he's a writer and artist, and uh, and that's who made this book. So let's stop talking about his personal. Life. Um, I'm just not gonna read, I'm gonna not mention his comments from like 2015 or anything. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, that's enough about him. Um, but um, so what? Did, I guess we can start with what? Um, or yeah, what do you think of this book? What were your overall thoughts? And then we can get into the plot. Um, hmm. it's definitely. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> there's <laughs> i was like trying to think out how to start it uh so i liked it overall but there's definitely some uh like i think like at, at the top i do wish the female characters weren't 
abridged as all, <laughs> like as uh, yep. as many of them are. Uh, that's like a big a thing. Man, uh, that's uh, happens a lot. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. Not just one, many, and it's um, mm-hmm. definitely some things that I. Part of it is like there's some moments in the story that feel almost mean spirited in a way that like mm-hmm. kind of way. Um, I think, but, but I, and I think it, but I will say, I do think it captures the vibe of uh, each of the decades it's trying to do. And I think especially like in that practice and using that, that context, I think it, it, it does tell like a pretty, pretty cool story in terms of like using all the different parts of the DC universe to kind of, um, you know, to kind of show like over time what would happen to yeah. uh, like Superman, Batman. I think that part's really cool. And I think especially the way he's able to use a lot of like either under uh, underutilized characters or like references to old continuity, I think is, is really mm-hmm. cool. There's some, some really fun stuff in there. Um, there's definitely, yeah, I, I've already mentioned the fridging, but I, I would also <laughs> w- would like if the female characters could talk to each other or talk about anything else besides <laughs> other men, uh, please, you know, please. In the story. Um, <laughs> ladies, ladies, please yeah. only talk about men. Stop talking yeah. to each other. <laughs> Just crashing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely, but I will say I, I enjoyed reading it. Maybe not entirely <laughs> in the ways that John Byrne intended, mm-hmm. but I did get a lot of enjoyment, like reading out, uh, reading how insane this story gets at some points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the best way. Wow. Pretty uh, wild tangents and wild, um, you know, uh, left turns. So, um, yeah, yeah. That, no, that's a good, that's a good uh, boiling down of this. I think you're right. Like I remember reading this for the first time back in like oh six or five or oh six. Um, oh, and yeah, I know it's been a while. I'm old. Um, and uh, and uh, <laughs> and I uh, yeah, it was really interesting. It was definitely a different um structure than I've ever seen in a comic before. And um and it's uh, really unique in that way and and speaking of that like um i think chip zdrowski used it in a really well good way in um spider where to go uh spider-man um life story uh yeah read that again but that was really good that was really good like structure that he used uh as well for that comic where you'd see spider-man age in real time after like years and see how his life progressed as if like it started following him in the 60s and seeing how he would age through the next like like 50 years or so. right it's awesome yeah so, yeah so without further ado we'll go through um this wild wild plot so i'll uh yeah. do my best to summarize each chapter of this book and see where, where we go from there so yeah um the book starts in and feel free to jump in when everyone with the observations or uh you know or make fun of something uh <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so, in 1939, um, the first chapter is called 1939, The Vigilantes. It's basically the, uh, this first chapter is that, uh, it's like you said, it's very stylized off of like the early, the, well, the you know, 30s comics where um, right. there's a giant robot attacking Metropolis and uh, there's a character called the Ultra Humanite who's controlling him and uh, Superman saves the day and he looks like he's in his old costume. It's like the 
the the S in the middle is a little bit different. Um, he he uh, he stops robot and then so for some reason Batman shows up later that night and he swoops in and um, I think he's in a museum and then Lois and Clark are there as well and they're talking and then Batman shows up he's like what's up I'm Batman and then uh, Lois is like hey what are you doing here and then and Clark's like not so fast buddy and then like Batman's like hi yeah and he chops him and then he's like uh, oh that hurt and then um so Ow. <laughs> I do love <laughs> the first time Batman sh- like he, <laughs> he appears to Lois and Clark. He has his arms outstretched and holding his cape up, and it looks like what what people talk about when you want to scare away a mountain lion, where they're like mm-hmm. look as big as possible. And I feel like that's going through his head right now. He's like, I'm way bigger than you think, just holding his arms arms out yeah, with right. his cape stretched. <laughs> And I love that. <laughs> I wanted so, to. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. There was something I want to mention too. Was I love the fact that the opening has, um, I can't even remember the woman he's dating. Um, Bruce is dating, but mm-hmm. he's taking someone out for a flight, and immediately when he lands, two cops stop him. They're like, "Hey, man, you can't park your your plane here," and he just whips out like a wad of cash he's like don't worry babe i got money and he just starts mm-hmm. brought cops to be like Shh, don't worry about it it's fine it's <laughs> park this here just here's a wad of money i, right. I love that, mm-hmm. that like even back then bruce is like my one uh <laughs> my one power wealth like mm-hmm. he already has that like, like this yeah their face yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. but i love it um so we have and I like yeah the response from them is uh put your wallet away wayne you may be able to buy your way out of trouble in gotham but here in metropolis you're first of all you're still in the united states it's still legal money first of all you're a cop just in a different city <laughs> yeah be you fucking real. anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> i love that idea yeah just the um <laughs> Get these Gotham dollars out of here. Just slap them away. These aren't, wait, they work here too. Never mind. Give them, give, give them to me. Give, we'll take the bribe. Well, we didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait. Oh, shit. Wait. <laughs> yeah, give them. Never mind. <laughs> we know we're cops. Of course we'll take the money. Yeah, right. <laughs> of course. But we were thinking, oh, shit. We didn't, th- we didn't, we, we thought Gotham was in a different country. Okay. We're, never mind. We're, we'll take the money. Um, so um and we'll just there's a lot of chapters so we'll just burn through this real quick so yeah. uh i don't know what happens oh uh you know i don't know like daytime again they're walking bruce wayne and that one biddy is going through and then uh clark and lois are walking through somewhere and then lois click, kick someone looks like um and they keep kicking people they kick some more people and then suddenly it's nighttime and then batman's like threatening to torture someone and then superman's like hey don't do that and batman's like i'll do what i want and then they go over to Ultra Humanite's lab laboratory, and then he has like a giant phallus coming out of the top of his building. Uh, <laughs> Superman blows it up, uh, and they're all like, "Oh, that was crazy!" So, oh, and then oh, so okay, now we're at the end. Um, so, um, <laughs> there's a huge explosion, and um, and Batman's like, "It looks like a red wig," and Superman's like, "That's exactly what it is, Batman. That's the same color as one of the Ultra Humanite's uh, men's hair. Oh, henchman's hair, the one he called L." L 
plus a red wig, something Superman, something from a long time ago, Batman, and something I'll probably never have an answer to now. But some, and I he just throws it over the top of his shoulder. I'm like, oh, Superman, oh. no, fuck, you're gonna ruin your life. Oh god, <laughs> no, oh, you should follow up on that. You should probably like kill that guy. Uh, check on the body. Make sure there's a dead body, and then if there is, just kill whoever is. Just, well, but it's oh, well. I really, <laughs> I really love that whole conversation because it's, I think especially with Batman, like his then response is like, I think I'll, I'll I'll let you do the talking Superman, but I think what he should have said is, what the fuck are you talking about? Like when you said, <laughs> plus a red wig and then something from a long time ago, Batman, and something I'll probably never have an answer to. Okay. As, and I I really wanted, really wanted Bruce to be like. What in God's name does that even mean? Like, what are you, you talking about? <laughs> talking gibberish. Uh, <laughs> there's one moment I wanted, I wanted to talk about as Ultra Humanite, as he's getting away in his rocket and he's flying off into space. I love the fact that Superman just murders him. He just, he, yeah. he, he picks up <laughs> like a, Oh, like like a giant orb, and then he's like, "Yo, watch this shit!" Puts <laughs> up the whole rocket, and just, yeah, he just he whips it and just like nails the rocket. It's very um like it like we reference this a lot, especially this time of year. But like, it literally looks like you want me hit you want to watch me hit some dingers, and he just like chucks something as hard as he can at the, this rocket and it just explodes. It's like, oh my god, that was awesome, but. But he he could have done a better job at uh, making sure that everyone died in that rocket. But we'll get yeah. to that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! So next um chapter is uh it's like the the premise of the book. It's ten years later. It's nineteen forty nine. And the chapter is called Family Matters. Um, it starts with a pregnant Lois Lane. She's tied up in Joker's laboratory, and uh, he's like uh. You, and she's like, you'll never get away with this and all that. And then Superman breaks through a window and uh, Joker's like, I have something for you. And he's like, say hi to an old friend. And it's a kryptonite. And Superman's like, oh, it, it hurts me so much. Call the ambulance. And he's like, for you. And then he's like, what? <laughs> and he like breaks Joker's hand. He's like, what? No. And then um, someone comes from the shadows and shoots Superman in the back. And 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 they're like, well, haha. Looks like we got him, and it's like, no, what have you done? It's not the real Superman. It's and then he pulls off um, Superman's face to be Batman's mask face, and then <laughs> the caption says, "Confused reader, don't be. Everything will become crystal clear in due time." And I like how this is obviously like a, uh, I guess a throwback to like the '50s comics and stuff, but it also just makes me feel like an idiot, like. Oh, I am confused. You're right. Oh, you're saying don't be? Oh, okay. You're like <laughs> an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that is so... I love that. Yeah, because it, it, like, what's proposing is, like, uh, like underneath the Superman mask is Batman, and your first question is, what's going on? And then immediately it's just like, confused? You dumb bitch. You stupid you, bitch. You, you idiot. Of course you're confused. You don't even know how... I'm like, yeah, I don't you know. Okay. I, <laughs> Especially the way they're like, <laughs> everything will become crystal clear in due time. Yes, how fiction works. How yeah, we how, how forward progression of a comic book works. It's like, no, I'm just going to stop reading right here. It won't become clear, bitch. 
I'm the I'm the master of this. I can just close this book. And not have, nothing's gonna. No. No. All the shit's gonna. Everyone's lives are not gonna go horribly wrong. Actually, if we just stopped it right here, I think everything would go fine. Great. Yeah. Actually, much better than it does. So. Um, yeah. So it cuts. Uh, like you said, uh, the the narrations like. Dear readers, look at what's happening here. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can see it. And then, so Alfred's in the Batcave with Batman. I think it's like a flashback to earlier that night. It's him getting ready, and then Robin shows up. He's like, hey, what's up? And then he's like, hey, let's do this. And then they go over to Commissioner Gordon's office, and they're like, the Joker, uh, he's doing something. It's like, let's go over there. And then they go over there, and then uh, he ransacked an office, and he stole some shit. I, I think it's a kryptonite, and um. And then uh, he, uh, they're flying their bat plane over to Metropolis, and then they meet up with Superman. Superman's like, um, oh yeah, to fast forward to uh, like where Superman's like, oh, uh, looks like Batman dressed as me got shot. Mm, I'll take my time getting in there. And then they, that's what they do. They don't go in there for next couple minutes. And then, <laughs> well, Joker just tells a weird story about being. Uh, captive in Nazi Germany and then the Soviet Union for 10 years. And then um, uh, they talk about that for a while and then uh, skip over that. And then Superman comes in and he's like, hey, what's up? And they're all like, hey, what's up? It's like Batman's just up as you. He's like, I know. That was the plan all along. And then and then uh, Lex Luthor's like, uh, once again, you missed the point. Uh, I'm... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm skip all of this dialogue, and uh, Superman melts like something that's holding the kryptonite, and then uh, they, yeah. Oh, and then it re- reveals that kind of oh uh, that's that Robin was actually in the Superman suit all along as well, and <laughs> so they. Actually, I read that. And then so then uh, yeah, then super and Batman dressed up as Superman punches joker because he's faking he's faking being shot so then he um you know and punches him and then uh let's see uh I'm trying to see what else uh, i think we god there's so much so many words and so many things going on in such a small <laughs> amount of time um and then so they all like you know get undressed and then everything explodes and then uh again just make sure Lex Luthor's dead. Just make sure. But again, they don't make sure Lex Luthor's Double dead. Check. Again, no. the second time. <laughs> um, so they kind of just like, I'll explain what happened, how Superman stopped the bullet and all that. And then here's the first like wild twist of the book is that, so um, uh, they said, uh, I guess that uh, Lewis is saying that covers everything except for something Luthor said about our unborn child being harmed by green K radiation. Surely I would have felt that the first time the Joker pulled out the kryptonite and Superman says you certainly should have Lois unless and Superman and then Batman's like what mm. Luther must have exposed Lois to the gold K before we arrived my x-ray vision reveals the baby's atomic structure has been permanently re- realigned and so they're saying like uh, Lois is like I suppose it's not the end of the world as long as the baby isn't hurt in some way and Batman's like there are worse things after all than growing up human and, and Superman's like fuck that I want to. I want to have a son like me, like a Superman son. And they're like, "Well, we just have to make sure they doesn't find out you're Superman." Well, that's gonna be impossible, but I guess we'll find out. And then it may prove to be difficult, but uh, I can't think of a better man and woman for the job. So he, Batman's congr- congratulating them, 
on being parents and then Batman and Robin are um, flying home and they're just talking about how fucked up that shit was and they're like, man, this is not going to go well, isn't that? Cool. <laughs> this so, is not going to be a good century. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's only going up from here. It's right. I do. I really, I want to talk about this plan because I think it's, one of the most insane ideas they have that I, I love that their first reaction is like, well, he's not going to have powers. We're going to have to lie to him his entire life. <laughs> it's, it's, it feels, it's so, it's so, and it, like, I love especially with Robin. He's like, that's going to be hard to pull off, Lois. Like, he's, I feel like he's the only voice of reason in the room. And he's like, um, I think I just heard the craziest fucking idea in the world <laughs> that you're just going to lie to your son for, for years. <laughs> for his entire life. Like that's, um, that. And then I wanted to mention, um, <laughs> the reveals of who's wearing a Superman costume. I, I really love that. Cause it reminds me of in community when they have <laughs> the episode of, um, it's like, uh, not the con man episode, but it's the acting episode where they're oh yeah, that one's so good. <laughs> like everyone's getting shot, and I love out the end where he's like, "I'm so confused," and he's just screaming. <laughs> and I feel like that's <laughs> that's like the Joker by the end of it. Um, and I really love that Batman, especially he's wearing a full Superman costume over his costume. So I do like to think that <laughs> he looks like the um. I think you should leave the mall costume. Oh, yeah, it, it has to be right. <laughs> There's so much shit on me. God damn it. Man, are you okay? No, no. Just, just fucking shoot me already so I can take this off and reveal my costume. What? <laughs> We're going <gonna, laughs> to talk about our character. five more minutes. It's just, I can't Fuck, There's so much like text on me. God damn it. <laughs> I can't fucking breathe. <laughs> it's a realistic looking superman mask and superman doesn't have a mask it's just a face so it's even worse <laughs> it hurts <laughs> why is your head three times the size it no, no. <laughs> it's so weird it makes no sense <laughs> why do you um, look like one of the one of the dreams in possessor uh, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, <laughs> and then back to the issue. Yeah, they really are having a conversation like, well, it's probably going to go well for Superman from here on out. No problems. <laughs> I can I, I can foresee happening. Um, and then it cuts to Alfred beekeep- um, beekeeping. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I... That really threw me off, but uh, <laughs> that and the fact that I still don't know who this bride is of uh, of Bruce's, and her face is covered. So we yeah, sir. That's a strange choice. <laughs> it would be nice. I know, to know. I'm not. I don't uh, get what the. I remember reading it and being like, wait, why do they keep? It's like they keep like not showing her face for like this first couple of chapter, like. Because yeah. it's is this supposed to be a different person from the first chapter? I don't think it's. I guess it's not the same person, right? I don't know. It was driving me crazy. I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, I don't know. I, so, I think then, it's, but yeah, it's really weird. So and then um 
And it's like they're treating like Frasier, like Maris on Frasier, where it's like, oh, you never actually see her or whatever. I'm like, what's the point of this? It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's an insane choice. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the end of the chapter two. That's 1949. And then so next chapter is, um, I'm just going to speed right through it because it doesn't make, uh, I mean, on purpose, it doesn't make any sense. So if you have any comments, just uh, either jump in or just wait to the end and then we can get through this chapter. So it's called 1959, Strange Days. Um, it's, I mean, obviously it's going to be uh, a lot of allusions to the 50s comics where it's like a lot of sci-fi stories where Batman's in, and Superman are in like different situations where it's kind of like fantastical and um kind of outworldly so um and so you yeah it's kind of like an allusion to that era so anyway and like batman has a slightly different mask so slightly like his uh 50s persona that has like like dick sprang i think uh, uh yeah. i think uh like like kind of design so um it shows him yeah, yeah exactly yeah so it shows him like fighting um a giant house with legs and the Face. house starts run in a face and such running away and then batman um i think wrangles it and then um and then yeah. it turns out it's a uh, mr mixelpick um who's uh if anyone doesn't know it's superman's um one of superman's villain where he comes from the fifth dimension and he's basically just a troublemaker he's like a low-key character where he's just trying to like pull hijinks and do like practical jokes but because he uses magic it's kind of more dangerous for everyone so um the next thing is like uh, it flashes over to Metropolis and it shows Superman being like a um, big green Hulk guy. And then um, they Jimmy Olsen helps reverse it. And so uh, he goes back to being normal and they're, they're like, well, that was wild. And then so that cuts over to um, the uh, Lois's house and she's smoking in front of her infant child. And so they're <laughs> saying, um, uh, uh her their daughter saying uncle jimmy helped out superman again huh mommy and then she says it sure looks like that way honey now what was it you wanted to show me and then um uh, the the daughter says my feet look my feet and she's floating off the ground and lois is like oh fuck and then so that's <laughs> pretty because she has superpowers but the other kid doesn't so um flash back to superman jimmy olsen they're they're talking about stuff and then batmite shows up who's batman's uh, not villain, but like it, it's the the joke is that he's always trying to be Batman's friend, but he's the same powers as Mister Mistletoe, and he's you know accidentally always making confusion. So, um, I think they explained that. Uh, God, there's so much shit in this chapter. Um, uh, like they go to like oh they they say that there's like a couple of aliens that kidnapped them, and they're saying that like uh they're being uh invaded by a different species, so they took their like spaceship there and they came to earth trying to figure out the, the, the best heroes. And then, so they asked Batmite and Mr. Mixpatik to help them choose whether Batman or Superman is the best. So each of them are arguing for each one of theirs. So they're saying like, well, we're, we're supposed to show off these to these aliens saying like, uh, we're going to show them which ones I think that, you know, Batman's the best or Superman's the best. So they're kind of just show, throwing like challenges at each other. So, that's right what's going on there anyway so going back to uh uh lois and the daughter um she's just getting worried uh about uh like the daughter floating and then so she finds something in her uh drawer and she gives it there's a little ruby uh she gives it to um the daughter and it basically negates her powers and and she thinks to herself that the car created that aimlet for her 
to where uh, while she was pregnant with Kara, it emits radiation that emits, mimics the effect of the sun, uh, the red sun. It prevents Kara from developing superpowers while still blah, 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 whatever. Um, and then so just saying like uh, that <laughs> Laura. There was like six words left. <laughs> and I know. Was, I'm just like, God damn this. I don't love so them. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, next we cut over to uh, the Batcave, and Alfred's like, uh, what, what's going on down here? And then um, this little blonde little shithead's like, jump around in a Robin costume, and he's like, oh my goodness, Master Bruce, what are you doing? And and but but he's like, Master Bruce, as in Bruce Wayne Jr. He's got a little little, little scamp in a rap, Robin costume jumping around. And he's being crazy, and then, um, and then you know, Uncle Dick arrives, and um, Master Dick, you should have let us know you're coming. And then, uh, and Dick Grayson's like, "Hey, what's up? Surprise!" And then, um, <laughs> so they're like, uh, "Blah blah blah." And then they're like, "Oh, what's going on?" Well, they're Batman and Superman are fighting some monsters, and then they're fighting monsters, and they're fighting some more monsters, and they fight fighting some more monsters. <laughs> bunch of different monsters that like yeah <laughs> not a, not a particularly interesting fight <laughs> it's very much yeah, like okay pretty boring yeah it just kind of goes on for a while and then so oh and then the conclusion of the fight is that they um kind of sh- they trick that might and and mr M- missile to tick into thinking that uh they died that superman died and that they, you know, they failed, and so um, their Batmite and Mister Missile Plotic are fighting. They're like, "Oh, how did like your monster did this or this?" Did this? And then so it convinces the aliens to be like, "Actually, we're gonna take you to the to the planet. You created like such wild beings that I think you're gonna help us like win the fight." So I don't know why that wasn't the choice in the beginning, but here we are, like ten pages <laughs> later. So, um, <laughs> so <laughs> their options were like, we could choose. One of the most powerful aliens uh, universe, or a karate detective, or <laughs> two imps with unlimited power beyond imagination. Mm. Hard <sighs> to <Sure>. say. <laughs> it's um, th- there was one moment I want to mention this in, in this issue. This tells you a lot about the issue that I <laughs> I don't have much to say except for the first page. Um, is where the opening shot is Batman like swinging in, and or no, he's uh on the Batcopter, and he's like he's going for the house uh house with legs, but I I really don't like how this this house looks gross. It's re- real nasty looking um like weird looking monster house setting look- setting uh, picture. Yeah, <laughs> it's. It's um, I love a Batman to himself. He's thinking, I'm definitely getting too old for this kind of thing, and then it reveals he's gonna wrangle the house like a Bronco. I really love like the context of him thinking that, being like, getting real old to to wrangle these monster houses. Like it like happens on on such a regular <laughs> occasion. It's like, like another monster house. Another? <laughs> I do this again. Fuck. This? It's. Monster yeah. House was this Discovery Channel circa 2006? <laughs> Remember that's that show? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, just, just <laughs> I think about a lot. <laughs> I, I do think about a lot because I was thinking 
I want to do some research about this because I, I remember hearing about this similarly to uh, Pimp My Ride, how like after they were done, like putting all the crazy shit on the car, like it wasn't actually functionally great and they couldn't really resell it to someone else because their car had like work done. Uh, so the world. Like everybody who's on the show. Um, and I, I do think I'm, I mean, I, I want to find if Monster House was the same thing, because there's so much stuff like in those houses that was that were so particular, oh. so specific to those families that it's like really hard to sell them. Be like, well, um, if you want, this house comes with a pneumatic tube that you can shoot soda from the kitchen all the way to the the living room. It probably costs an insane amount to maintain, but it could all be yours for the low, low price of 90 million dollars or like yeah, a, however right. <laughs> that would actually take to like uh keep everything up but that's why i yeah that's why i got research i watched a million hours of that do- documentaries about like the aftermath of that like 20 years later being like our life sucks we can't we can't sell this house because like one of the rooms is shaped like an elephant and um <laughs> and like this other room uh is like floating five feet above the ground because they thought that because they, they my son liked space when he was five years old and they made a space room now he's 25 and he can't and he's dead <laughs> he died he died somewhere in between the he's crawling in between the floors <laughs> <laughs> oh all this while there there's like a big tiki tiki statue behind him just rah, <laughs> shooting fire every five minutes <laughs> um no, no longer a, uh, this is no longer a monster house but a monster home <laughs> um i also want to speak of like monsters and all this in this chapter um i want to point out on um and almost appropriately <laughs> and we'll just start from page 69 um where there's like this uh like octopus monster um and it's one eye and lots of he's really hairy and uh he's like lots of uh tentacles and then the next page you see like in the bottom half of the page it's a it has to be purposeful a huge it's a huge hog with like a like rounded off tip at the end i'm like you, he, and it's all like black and curly like hair on it i'm like he, he had to know what he was doing right he's a he's jumper. he's a huge creep right? Yeah, <laughs> the, that guy, the monster's got a huge hog. So I just want to say that real quick. So that's all I want to say. <laughs> I especially love the the sound effects of wham, of of the hog hitting super huge hog hitting him. Oh god, what was that? Ew, it smelled. Wow, <laughs> <Ew. laughs> that hairy too is so is so oh, gross. Like, that is. <laughs> it's awful. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my right. god. And then um well just to finish off the chapter, the most uh more important part of the chapter is how it ends. Um the Superman Batman, yeah, they they send Batman Miss Mr. Mistle to their probably dooms in a in a country in a in a world that's been war torn and they'll probably die there, so that's fun. But anyway, so um they said uh, they're like, well, that was easy. Well, I guess everything's going to be all right from now. And then the last panel is like, at least for the present, things are back to normal. And then 
uh, there's this old guy who is Lex Luthor uh, saying, Joel Kent, don't be afraid, boy. I have something important to tell you. And then the kid says, but aren't you Lex Luthor? And then that's how it ends. And it's like, what? What's he going to say? Yeah. Like, Probably gonna... something weird or perverted because yeah. it's creepy. <laughs> Coming up to a child <laughs> like that. Yeah. it's. Uh, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> when he started saying his name, I thought you were going to mention he looks so leathery here. Like He's he looks so leathery. <laughs> skin, like you, you, like you want to pull at it and just kind of like really get in. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's he's such a creep of just like, and especially if you have to open your conversation with someone by saying, "Don't be afraid, boy." I that's an immediate red yeah, flag. Like nothing Every, goes well when after you say that those words, no matter what, don't be afraid, <laughs> and then something bad's gonna happen to yeah. one of you. <laughs> you're gonna get beaten to death or that guy's gonna tell you something bad or try to do something bad to you he's gonna be weird yeah it's... he's gonna something weird's gonna happen soon <laughs> i so i i mean like i do think i do think this is bad what lex Luthor's doing but i did see i don't know if you saw this the other day but he did he did something even worse just recently um <laughs> i don't know if you saw but he um I saw him cross the picket lines at Netflix. Oh, Come on, man. Lex. It was uh, it was really like you think you know someone, and then I don't know. He really just he really disappointed me that day. Right. I saw that. I, I can see that though. He's he's it, is he yeah. writing or is he acting or is he doing both? I think he's doing both. He's, oh, yeah. wow, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, for Netflix too. They don't really pay well too. He must be on down on his luck too if he non-guild work for a struck company i don't, mean, I don't know about that it's rough i, I feel bad yeah, yeah. Mm, that's weird <laughs> um all right so next chapter is called 1969 changing times and it starts with um richard nixon and uh he says uh, can't you and he's talking to justice league and he's like can't you do anything about this and superman and batman are saying like we can't do this but it's not uh it's not it's like uh yeah, like uh, oh um like uh Green Lantern saying those people have constitutional guaranteed right to protest. And it's worth noting that it's Alan Scott Green Lantern saying this and not any of the other Green Lanterns, because you know those other Green Lanterns would beat the shit out of those protesters right away, right? Like they're all top. <laughs> they're all huge. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> How Jordan would be, like he wouldn't even be an that he wouldn't even have to be asked like he would have done that on his way over he's like oh what's this and then just crush uh, just like stomps Start all the breaking bones <laughs> <laughs> like what's all this then oh let's let's take care <laughs> of that just as a bulldozer just come by and scoop everybody up right <laughs> I, um so, yeah good to mention also <laughs> wonder woman's line um they are opposed to this asian war of yours yeah what <laughs> I really wanted everyone else in the room to be like, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I don't, what, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you weird, weird way to describe the Vietnam War, even in 1969. Uh, it's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> but yeah, it's a um, it's a wild opening. It goes back with oh, like... It's going to get wilder, man. I can't, <laughs> wait, to, I can't wait to tell you. <laughs> And uh, so uh, Nixon's saying, like, well, you go over there and end that war. And Superman's like, it's not that easy. 
this time uh, it was it's not like World War II where the the bad guys aren't so clearly defined. And then Nixon's like, ah, just leave then. And then um, and then they're starting to leave and they're flying away. And then um, uh, oh, and they're saying um, Batman's talking to Superman. He's like, what happened? What have you heard from Joel? He's like, Superman's saying, no, not nearly two weeks now. His platoon has been missing for five days. If I could go, just go for fly over there. I know I could find them in a matter of minutes if they're still alive. Um, and Batman says, but Joel made you promise that you'd let him serve his own, do his service on his own. He has a lot to prove to himself being Superman's son. And Superman's like, yeah, who knew that was going to backfire like 20 years later? Huh. Oh, well. Uh, and I says, uh, yes. And I still have no idea when and how he found out. Lois and I were so careful, but it's not like I wear a mask or anything or I change my identity anyway. I don't know how he could have figured it out. I was Superman and Clark Kent at the same time. Oh, well. How's Bruce, how's Bruce Jr. doing? Is, it, is he still insisting on serving? And and Batman says yes. He says he uh, doesn't see some see how it would be right to let Bruce use his influence to keep him out of the draft another week. He'll be leaving for basic training. I'll become the second Batman to lose his Robin. Uh, there's nothing I can do. Oh, uh, wait, whatever. And then it cuts over to Batman at Alfred's grave. He's saying, "Man, this sucks. I hate that you're dead, Alfred." And Alfred's like, "Just kidding. I'm right here." And he's like, "What?" He's like, "I'm a ghost." He's like. But yeah. what? You're a g- 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 ghost, and then um, but then uh, and it's like um, and he's like, oh, thanks for coming over and talking to me. But of course, he doesn't address that he's a ghost. But we'll get to that soon. And um, yeah. oh, and and Bruce says, and and no, Alfred says, and you are still convinced that is what I am. Your memories of me, I don't think about it as much as I used to, Alfred. And they don't explain why is Alfred just a ghost. How is this possible? They never explain this anyway. Alfred still goes. They're still talking for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> they really like yada yada over it. They're just like, uh, yeah, and Alfred's a ghost. Um, let's keep him. It, it's almost like they ran out of time to explain things, and they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Alfred, uh, yeah, he's a ghost. Uh, <laughs> when did this happen? Oh, um, yeah, uh, between 1959-1969. Batman was able to communicate with the dead. Yeah, let's, yeah. Keep, let's move on. Let's keep going. Keep rolling. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it cuts over to um, uh, Batman, Robin, and Joker cell, and they're saying, uh, Joker saying, and more as a uh, faithful whatever. Uh, Joker's looking old as fuck, and he's saying like, um, I don't know. He's just saying like, uh, I'm trying. I can't remember. Oh, sorry, it's getting dark in my office. I gotta get more lamps okay. in here, but um. <laughs> And he's just saying, oh, that there's like a Joker copycat rolling around. He's like, no, I don't know anything about that. And um, uh, he's just saying like, oh, uh, better than I ever did. What makes me wish he was my son, but he's not. Neither is he my protege. I'm too old for sporting life now, Batman. And when I die, my legacy will die with me. And, and Batman's like, that doesn't sound like you, Joker. And then <laughs> um, uh, and then they're saying, uh, whatever, it's Batman, Robin. They're going back to the Batcave, and then they're going to Gotham, and then um, and then it cuts over to a uh, hard cut over to Lois saying, I got cancer now. Oh man, how long have I got? And then the doctor's like, no, no, Mrs. Kent, there's really no reason to take such a gloomy attitude with medical advances we have today. And then she's like, I can prolong my suffering for years. I'm serious, doctor. How long? And the, and the guy's like, every case varies. There's no way to be sure. It could be years with therapy with potential remission, uh, or it could be months, whatever, I don't know, something like that. And then, uh, and then they're like, 
and then uh, Lara's there. Laura's there to take her home and all that. Um, and or Kara, that's her name, Kara. And then they're like, oh, let's go home. And then it reveals that she's like starting to become. She's a superwoman, so she's like, um, you know, flying her home. She's flying her oldest shit mom who has cancer. She's flying her home, which is, can't be good. But I anyway. like mock three. So just all of her bones in her body. Just are broken. Not, not, not very healthy. Probably how, yeah, probably not good. <laughs> probably not best. Yeah. Probably accidentally swallowed like a lot of cigarettes in the process right? of uh, <laughs> being in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Always good. Uh, again, hard cut. Can for this enough hard cut to Vietnam. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, it's a pl- platoon. We find out it's Joel Kent in there. Um, they're saying that uh, we've been. Uh, we crossed the border more than 18 hours ago, but the lieutenant says we didn't. Roger says, uh, he says we're still on the Nam side. Like he's going to say anything else, but just fast forward um, to Joel Kent. He says uh, the moment the army becomes a democracy, he's just been, Joel Kent's being an asshole. He's been like a real, like, you know, uh, example of like Vietnam, like leader where he's being a real prick and, and a monster. And he's saying like, uh, like, you know, if you're, we're going to this base, we're going to this village, you're going to follow me, um, and we're going to kill the enemy. That's what we're going to do. And then they get to this village, um, and they're setting there. It's like basically, it's just a village of women and children. They're saying, that's a Kong base. It's a lousy village. Nothing about women, children, old men. And Joel's like, what do you expect, Jackson? It's red Chinese flag, portraits of Ho Chi Minh. The Kong are here, and we, if we delay any longer, they'll know we're here. And then, uh, Hard, hard cut to, um, uh, and then, and then he's just like, that's all of them, Lieutenant, all the survivors. Where are the rest? Where are the young men? There aren't any, sir. No men at all, except this old guy. And Joel's like, then he'll have to tell us where the others are hiding. Where they ambush us? Well, old man, where are they? Where are the Kong fighters? And he slaps him and he says, uh, gee, sir, take it easy. He's just an old man. And he's like, nobody's turning on nobody. Lieutenant, you were wrong at the village, whatever, but, you're about to be on one thing. We can't leave this these alive to report to their commie masters. And they're like, sir, what are you doing? And then they're like, this one guy's like, he's not going to do nothing, Carter. He's already done too much. And so he's like cocking his gun. It's like, ooh, man. Jesus. I missed yeah, last I... chapter when there's a bunch of monsters and, and this tentacle guy. <laughs> like, this yeah. is getting really, uh, real, yeah. real hard. We go back to that? Yeah. Um, it's also <laughs> second podcast episode in a row where... <laughs> The Vietnam War is mentioned and oh, featured <laughs> in in the story. <laughs> not done very tastefully, not too well, not at all, <laughs> not in any respect. Um, I, the, <laughs> we'll get to it, but <laughs> when it cuts back, wait, I, I don't think they they intersho till till later, but there's a moment where they talk about with uh, Joel Kent that his own <laughs> his own troops shoot him in the back. I think that's the funniest goddamn thing that could have happened Pretty to him. Funny. It's just like yeah, no. such a piece of shit, and it's it's the same ending as in Animal House with the oh yeah, the, yeah that's right. And they're like <laughs> they're like yeah his <laughs> his own men shot him <laughs> when so he was wild. over. <laughs> it's yeah um, hard cut. Yeah right. Back to the Batcave. <laughs> Yeah, so they're back in Batcave. Um, uh, yeah, it's Batman and Robin, and 
Oh, they're saying, um, oh, there's an important little piece right here that um, Robin's saying, well, uh, when, I've got this collapsible bat suit. I might tell you about maybe this is the emergency we were thinking of when we asked Barry Allen to help to create this. Um, and he's like, and you know I've got the bat voice down, Pat. And he, <laughs> yes, perfect. And then, uh, yes, yes, good job, good job. And then like they're saying, like, okay, let's go on this mission. And obviously that's going to set up something. So. Uh, they're going. They're going to the prison where Joker is. They find out he left, and they're like, "What? How did? How did he leave? That's never <laughs> happened before." And then, um, so Batman goes in this this building. He's going after Joker, but then, um, you know, he's going down this long shaft, and it turns into razor, razor blades and cut him all up to shit. And he's like, "Ah, oh, that hurt a lot." And then he's all bleeding and stuff. And then this like Joker Junior guy is like, "Ooh, I got you now." And then, um, and then it's like. When, Oh yeah, uh, uh, God, I'm trying to speed through this book, and there's so many weird pat. Like he's really good, good artist and stuff, but it's just so much happening yeah. in every, in a good way. There's so much happening in every page. Like it's like trying Everything. to like just go through it, but <laughs> yeah, it's like hard to, especially to, I think convey to the audience like there's so many like details on every page of just like, um, there's also there's a bit after Batman, he goes the. He goes down the razor blade shaft. He gets spat out by a a giant Joker face, and it makes me laugh so. Or just a oh, it's like a he's making a big O face. And he's like <laughs> whoop. Mm-hmm. It. <laughs> Honestly, it oh, yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> like an old cartoon. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. <laughs> it's <laughs> I love that Joker <laughs> has like. 70s mutton chops here he looks it's amazing i love it i wish you could <laughs> spend, do that look all the time so um so he tries to confront joker jr but he's like oh those blades had a little bit of uh hallucinogenic drugs on them and you know his face just starts to get and he starts to see like all these he starts to hallucinate and then he's like uh batman's like oh man i'm gonna I'm gonna punch you, and then he like, wh- and then he just punches like, and then he turns into like, you know, gas or whatever, and then he starts to fall over, and he falls into some giant pies, and he's like, oh, um, and um, he's like, the meringue is attacking me, and he's like, oh, and he's like, Joker's like, well, that's actually pretty cool, I, that's awesome that you're seeing that. I wish I could actually make that happen, and then so, but then <laughs> the the reveal is that there's a bunch of machine guns in the pies, and then. Um, Robin's speeding his way over there and he's trying to get into the building. He crashes through the building. Too late. It looks like Batman's dead and he's been shot to death. And then so um, uh, there, and then the police go into the building and Joker's like, don't worry, I'll surrender. It was all ruse. It was me all along. I'm not Joker Jr. I'm Joker Sr. And then uh, he's like, I didn't train anyone. It was just me all, all along. And he's like, um, I killed Batman. I finally did it. And then it's like, and then and then and Bat and the police are like, you killed Batman. And then a Batman voice says, no, as usual, he's lying. And then <laughs> it shows Batman's pulling out Robin, and he's all cut to shit, and he's covering his face. He's like, he didn't kill Batman. He killed Robin. And the police are like, that's worse, because he's a kid. <laughs> we would prefer it if Batman died. But Robin said, fuck, really and we have to do more paperwork. <laughs> it really is like, I yeah, I was thinking too, I love a Bruce Wayne Jr. that he, like, it shows him talking in the Batman voice, but I was really hoping 
be a lot of pressure in that like his voice cracked so he's like no like no as usual as usual like as usual you're trying to do deeper voice um hard cut to the epilogue and then um yeah so epilogue um so it shows um Bruce is still talking to Ghost Alfred. Um, he's like, uh, it's not as the way I, I envisioned the scene, Master Bruce. Um, uh, it's like somehow I always knew I'd be standing on the hillside watching a warrior being laid to rest, but you thought that warrior would be me, that I'd be a ghost like you. And um, what, what about Dick? Hey, you're probably not. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and then Bruce says, what about Dick Alfred? Is he all right? And I don't think, do we, do we establish that Dick Grayson was Batman? This, like this Oh. Past two chapters, he was. So Dick is He's Dick. <laughs> yeah, Dick. Dick dead. Dick is dead. Dick is dead. Um, Dick. Dick dead. Dead Dick. Um, and uh, Ghost Alfred says, "I'm afraid I cannot say, sir. Master Dick's spirit has gone to a place other than one familiar to me. But after a life so full of courage and compassion, so are they saying like Alfred's in hell or something like that, or and that or Dick? I, I guess he's in." <laughs> Like he's yeah, in per, so- yeah. Alfred's in purgatory because he's like, man, I killed a lot of people in uh, when I was younger. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to hell, but I'm not allowed in heaven yet, so I'm gonna stay right here for a while as a ghost. <laughs> I'm uh, not going anywhere anytime soon, if you catch me. <laughs> no, I got a lot of sins to atone for. Um, <laughs> it's so they're saying, oh, you're good. I, I really love the fact that um, it, he's still he's so cavalier with the fact that Alfred is a ghost. He's like, have you seen Dick lately? And Alfred's just like, I don't fucking know. I don't know, man. I'm just a ghost. I, I don't know why. <laughs> Keep asking me these questions. I don't even know. They never explain why I'm even here. How should I know? I don't even know how I'm here. What the fuck's going on? What is this shit, man? <laughs> I don't know why any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. <laughs> um. So um, it goes over to um, Bruce Jr. He's consoling Kara. Um, he says, uh, you understand, don't you, Kara? It's not my... Why did, I, I, I had to like think what her name was again, but it says on the page. So that's what okay, I'll, I'll, I I can do this. Uh, I think it's Bruce Jr. There's a lot of characters in this book. Yeah. And they're all <laughs> badly written. Not badly written, just underwritten. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Yep. Bruce Jr. saying, you understand, don't you care? It's not my feelings for you that have changed. I know you have, you have to be Batman now. Uh, and Batman very rarely has time for love in his life. And Bruce Sr. is like, something. sometimes he does care. Forgive me for intruding. But I couldn't help overhearing. Son, don't let this burden destroy a chance for happiness. You're young. This is time yet before you must become Batman. Is there, Dad? And, then Bruce, and, and Bruce Jr. is like, oh, so I should be with Kara. He's like, no. What I'm saying is you got to be with as many women as possible as much as you can. That's not, um, you could be Batman and do that. Don't be tied down to one woman. Sorry, Kara. Let <laughs> me just, just, I'm telling my son he's got to plow as many women as possible. <laughs> Why buy the cow when you can have the milk for, yeah, just him like, <laughs> really does. It's like, I'm right here. I know. <laughs> I, I can see. It was, <laughs> I was just reading it. It reads like, it's like Bruce. Bruce Wayne Jr. is, it reads like he's trying to break up with Kara, and he's like, 
listen, I'm sorry, I can't, I don't have time for Batman and Love Life. And then, <laughs> then Bruce just comes in, and he's like, "What are you talking about? You can totally do that." It doesn't mean. <laughs> He's is a, there? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's uh, I was just saying, Kara, how I'm really busy at being Batman. No, you're right. I, you saw me. I, have, I had a child out of wedlock. I could do both things. I, you, I raised you right. Be with Kara. Be as, be with Kara as much. No, I mean, I think that the best thing for me to do, Dad, is that I cannot be with her. Don't you agree? Nope. Go ahead. Be with her as long as you want. And he's like, God oh, damn it. Thanks, thanks, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> Of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh so um bruce jr's like the need for gotham city to have a guardian is not going to uh wait while i grow into the role i may be 10 years younger than you were when you created the batman but you and then superman's like but you're every bit as prepared as your father was and then uh superman's like you'll make a fine batman bruce and then bruce jr's like oh, thanks clark thanks for coming <laughs> I know Dick would have appreciated it. And then Lois is like, we were honored that you invited us. A pity Mrs. Wink wouldn't come. I, we haven't seen her for a while, have she? We don't even know her name or her face. What's, she, what's, her, what's her deal? And Bruce is like, stop asking questions. Um, and then um, Bruce is like, I'm afraid she never forgave me, uh, forgave Dick for letting DJ become his Robin so young. It's a long-standing bone of contention oh my he has to be doing some <laughs> but what i want you to take a tape recorder and record everything you say for a day and listen to it back <laughs> especially i love the fact that like he he's going out of his way not to name her too where it's just like exactly. it's like mrs wayne he's like don't say her first name i swear to god no, just no, i don't want him to know his mom's first name <laughs> <laughs> he can't know why the, Why is everyone lying to their children in this series <laughs> exactly um, <laughs> and then uh, so and Bruce is saying uh, but what about your military service BJ you can't be Batman fighting in Vietnam and BJ says no and as long as Batman is Gotham the former will be necessary than the latter I guess I'll have to let you use your influence to get me that abeyance after all dead and then uh cuts to superman flying the old and cancer-ridden lois around saying lois says don't be sad kara bj loves you i can tell by the look in his eyes finish college like you planned by then maybe the world will be ready for a batman supergirl team you're right mom but then usually are and then uh they get home why don't you lie down for a while honey you seem tired Oh look, there's a telegram on the on the floor. Oh, looks like there's good news about Joel. Just kidding, he's dead. That's what the <laughs> telegram says. End of chapter. Another fun end to the another chapter. <laughs> it's yeah. I I forgot to mention this, but I I I I, I miss that they they'd started calling Bruce Wayne Jr. BJ, and when they mentioned it here, I remember being like. Who the fuck is Beach? Who is the character? <laughs> like they didn't. I was like, did I miss a chapter? Like when they yeah, right. when is him? <laughs> it's um yeah. <laughs> so, like, um oh god yeah. Any final thoughts on that chapter? Um no I I didn't know um 
Morrison A. Rutherford. Okay, never mind. I thought that was like something more important, but no, that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the starting next chapter, it's uh, called 1979 Twilight of the Gods. Um, it starts with a newspaper announcement saying Miss Kent and Mr. Wayne all will be married in Gotham City, so that's ironically Batman and Supergirl are getting it married. So um, they're hanging out. Um, Clark's hanging out in Lois's hotel, uh, sorry, hospital room. Um, where uh, Clark is saying, don't agitate yourself. Uh, you know what the doctor said? Lois said, I know I've been a reporter for almost 50 years in the union of the two greatest superhero families. It's a story too good to miss. And they're saying, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's pretty awesome that our, uh, you know, children are getting married and all that stuff. And then uh, the doctor comes in and he's like, I'm Dr. Tor... Tor... That's got to be it. Think, he turns out to be someone. I have to figure out this later. I think he's I think, a bad guy. <laughs> I think Luther. I think he's Luther. He has a very leathery face, so that's gotta be the first. That's gotta be the first notice. Be like, hmm, doctor, you have a really weird name and also a very leathery face. What's the deal with you? And also, I'm Superman, so I should probably yeah. figure this out. But I haven't yet, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's see what happens next. <laughs> I should probably think about this before hiring someone. It's my private home. Oh well, it just mm-hmm. to go. So it's, um, yeah, good. <laughs> um, no, I was just thinking about uh, there's some stuff coming up. I'm really excited uh, about the talk so, about. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep uh, so I'll keep going. So uh, it reveals that Clark Kent's like wearing old age makeup to keep up with the times, but because he's supposed to be getting older, but really Superman, so he's like kind of ageless. So he's like, oh, well, I'm going to go back in my Superman outfit and then go back into my old old man outfit again and again. So, and then cuts over to um, Kara, dressed up as Superwoman or Supergirl, and she's like beating up some aliens, or Brainiac. She's like beating him up and being like, I'll fuck you up. And then Batman's <laughs> there with him, her, and she's like kicking ass, and Batman's like, I'm here too. And she's like, yeah, cool, whatever. And then she like, like, takes care of everything and kicks his ass and then shoves into a black hole and all that shit and everyone's happy and it's like that was cool wasn't it yeah it was pretty cool and then so cool. and Let's then go. um that's um superman and uh jimmy olsen are talking i think jimmy olsen's the editor-in-chief oh no clark clark kent is clark kent is the editor-in-chief what the fuck anyway um yeah, yeah uh, so that doesn't make sense canonically that makes no sense yeah that's actually... or jimmy should be but <laughs> like <laughs> do you think Perry was like okay um go with Clark I guess <laughs> like school, so, the longest tenured person who still is working here and still is working on that like sports <laughs> game from 1939 I told him to write but he keeps ignoring me but sure worry about this man again <laughs> I guess yeah that's what we're doing yeah mm-hmm. um yeah, it's it's a oh, and then I do love <laughs> this next section. Oh yeah, hard cut to bat. Oh god damn it! I just saw something I I really hate. Um, oh, we'll in get the there. In the narration, we'll get there. Oh yeah, good. <laughs> just a few more inches. I'm like, I really hate that narration. <laughs> it's so that's gross. Weird. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Um, He's a John Byrne is a um <laughs> so um it's a oh, yeah. uh cuts over to bruce wayne climbing up a mountain and 
uh, you know, we're, we're, and it turns out he's going up the mountain and he's seeing Ra's al Ghul, and Ra's al Ghul's like, hey, what's up? Here's my daughter, Talia al Ghul. <laughs> look at her, and he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, you're being creepy, Ra's al Ghul. He's like, look at my daughter. Look how, look, look yeah. at her. <laughs> the way he, he keeps positioning himself, and then, the, yeah, it's, it's what, the way she's staged is just like constantly being like, check this out. <laughs> like, <laughs> see her check out. out my see them titties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just them out on display. It's like, yes, I, I, I understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I got you the first time. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> um, so it's a uh, saying he's talking to Razoku and he's saying, but he's like, I, um, but we've been fighting for years, my adversary, but I have a proposition for you. Behold the Lazarus Pit, and then, um, it cuts away back to Gotham City. Uh, it's um. Bruce Jr., he's talking to his mom, who we still don't know her name or see her face or has any uh, actions whatsoever with outside <laughs> of men. But it's all good. Um, it's what, um, And then she's saying, it's wonderful to see you, uh, Carol, be so delighted. And she's saying, oh, yes, I have a little something for her. Wait, wait here. Let me get it from my luggage. You can tell them if you whatever. Um, and then uh, so Kara drops down and she's like, hey, what's up? And it's like, hey, we're about to get married. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be so much fun. And she's like, oh, let's go do something fun. And then she flies Bruce Jr. up in the sky. And then and then um, the mom's like, what? Where'd you go? And then like a bunch of their clothes fall down and they're like, oh, my God, they're boarding in the sky. That, that can't be good. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and, um, I, I mean. To be fair, John Byrne, he does answer his own question with a the narration there where he says, you really must do this. And I asked the same thing. You really must do this. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> fucking creep. That's a good point. <laughs> knew, we're all thinking, you really have to do this, man. You really have to do this. Anyway. But um, so it cuts over to you see like this. Um, it looks like classically like a Lex Luthor costume. It's green and purple with like a whole body armor. And it's this person saying, um, yes, Miley, this moment has been coming for 20 years. To avoid it now would be to attempt to sidestep destiny. And she says, but have you not said destiny is what we make it up, my husband? Can you not find some other way to quench this fire that rages in your heart? And he says, no. I have learned much in the years since you have saved my life, Miley. I have learned to be tranquil as the forest to stoke the flames within for such peace as I have. In the last 10 years, I have only you to thank. Whatever happens to be sure of our son knows how much his father loves him. Don't let him grow up knowing the pain I have borne all my life. And then, so we still know, but it's clearly Joel Kent. Um, so, uh, <laughs> and then it says, uh, dearly beloved, we gather here today. It's about to be Bruce Jr. and Kara's wedding and they're getting ready and like uh, she's walking down the aisle and then Lois is like oh you look so cool and then the doctor is there for some reason and he's like I must agree I must also thank you for my inviting me thanks and and the Lois is like a small repayment doctor I seriously doubt I'd be here if you hadn't made it possible and it's your man's like yes our families can never properly show our gratitude and then a thought bubble says oh I would not say that Mr. Kent in fact I'd say I'm about to receive payment Cool. And then, and then all of a sudden, that the guy in green armor, it's Joel Kent, uh, shows up. And he like zaps Superman. And he's like, "Oh no!" And he's like, "Blast of intense kryptonite radiation. Can barely breathe." 
Don't worry, Superman. I want you incapacitated, but I don't want you dead. Not yet. That's who, that's who blocks your, my x-ray vision, but the technology has Luther written all over it. Um, and is what Kara says. So she turns into her Supergirl outfit um, and she tries to fight the guy, but he uses like some radiation waves and then he flies away and then uh, some things happen and oh. let's see what happens. He um, zap. And then um, blast Kara with like a sonic wave and then he's just like Bye, and he just flies and he just off. Fucks off. <laughs> Especially the the way it's drawn too is that he takes off and he does like a little like a little loop before he goes. He's like, Wee. he's like, well, yeah, he does. He's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> am I going over here? Am I going over here? So, it's... um, <laughs> so there's a force field that uh, forms around Lois and Superman and. Uh, they're trying to get through, but they're stuck inside. And and Bruce Jr. is like, uh, let me go after them. And um and I'll uh got to and then so and then it cuts to inside the bubble. And turns out, Doctor Holler, you're inside the force field too. And he's like, yes, my dear, as I have always been. That's a metaphor. And then um uh, and it's like Superman's like, Lo- Luther, then who? That you will learn soon enough, Superman. Today will be uh. Full of painful lessons. You won't get away with this, Luther. And then um, I've been getting away with it longer than you could imagine, Lois. If only by allowing your husband to continue his little masquerade when I have known for decades he was Superman. But the time has such for such thing is behind us. And Superman's like, Luther, no, your fight is with me. Don't hurt her. Oh, I think I can promise you this will not hurt at all, Superman. And he literally just chokes Lois to death, which is pretty fucked up, and it's not within the very hard again hard left turn and it's just like that's brutal and fucked up and then so yeah. and then he literally just kills her and and then superman's like very distraught and he's like and he's and loser says save your breath your man today is not your day to die i want you to alive to see your whole family perish and now that your wife is dead it's time for your daughter to join her and then it cuts to uh joel and it, they finally reveal that's joel um in a power suit and that he's starting to fight Kara. That he's telling the backstory that his own men uh, shot him. They tried to kill him, but then there's a uh, a beautiful angel who saw beyond the war that made enemies of our countries. She nursed him back to health. Uh, she gave him his, you know, helped him out. When I was last able to get in touch with the only man who has ever been a true father to me, and it, Luther, uh, she came back to back home with us back to become my wife and yes you have a sister-in-law Kara. a little something to warm your heart before i tear it out of you and Kara says luther you think of luther as some sort of father he's a murderer a monster and he says no he's a great man he's the only one who ever has been honest with me but you can't see that can you Kara? you were the daughter you were allowed to keep the powers that are our kryptonian heritage and then they keep fighting and you know he's angry and he's like uh, i could never be as equal i'm just a sibling lapdog and then pretty uh, again john Byrne, still great artist uh um yeah. it's it's a uh, powerful one page of uh john joel punching Kara through the chest uh and through the through yeah you know, through to the cape and saying the power to kill you and it's you know lightning striking at the same time so it's a pretty and it's raining it's a pretty powerful image showing Striking. Uh, yeah, Kara on the ground, and then Bruce Jr. as Batman shows up. Just again, just uh, at the last moment, uh, he sees her dead, and he holds her body. Um, and then they go, they cut back. No. Um, 
Oh, Kara. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I so, just... uh... Yeah. Sorry. I just want to oh, say no. real, real quick, I'm really glad that, um, you know, John Burton, he really turned a new leaf on this issue, because there's three different female characters, and uh, they're all defined by their own unique personalities, not yeah. by them um, being married to Superman, then being classified as, uh, yeah, she get back home to become my wife by Joel, and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely and then uh yeah and then being murdered to advance the plot you know exactly in this issue. very well <laughs> yeah um so next um page it cuts to joel and luther in a lab and he's like joel says i must confess though at the last moment i felt almost a hesitation as if i really didn't want to kill her and luther says i'm sure you didn't you still have your father's heart joel even after all these years and joel says no, it couldn't have been that. I want no part of it, no part of his lies. But uh, I feel strange, Lex. And then Lex says, nothing unexpected. The formula I concocted to give you powers like your father's, I anticipated would have uh, this effect within five hours. Like, what effect? Remember when you confronted your father with the, your knowledge that he was Superman? Remember how he told you he wished he could give you the powers that the gold K, K could have taken away, but that he could not. But there, that there was no formula known which could ha give him a human such powers without killing them a lie the first of many but well not precisely let me just keep going um so he starts to joel starts to die you see my poor foolish global boy your father has never lied to you while i on the other hand have always lied to you and and superman at the last second first to and to see joel dying and he said oh he's and very tragically yeah he's like oh he didn't know he was alive this whole time only to see him start to like wither and die and and Luther says, not anymore. I said, you should see your whole family die today. Did I not, Monster Owl? Oh, fiddle-dee-bee. Oh, fiddle-faddle, Superman. You can't imagine I would really be here in person. I'm miles away in a place you will not find so easily as you did. After all, I wanted you to find this place. And then, and so, like, uh, Miley, uh, Joel's wife, uh, comes up to him and he says, uh, I'm Miley Kent. Uh, your son was my husband. This is your grandson. It, uh, it's like I can see with my Microsoft vision that his genetic match is exact. Um, but like Joel, he has no superpowers. Oh, Lord. I, I heard everything Luther, Joel said. I heard it with my super hearing as I approached the lair. Luther was able to turn Joel against me because of what I feared when I learned Joel would have no powers because of the terrible burden of growing up the powerless son of Superman. Now this baby, my grandson. And, and Batman says, we'll never have to carry that burden, Clark. Um, we both, and just pops in, I'm here too. Uh, <laughs> I'm in here all along. Yeah. And also I just, I'm here. When I should, when I, when I should have come in. Um, Do you think uh, just hanging out for like 20 minutes there? He's just like, I don't, when should I introduce myself? When, it's when been, should I interject? <laughs> he, he waits till like the perfect moment. It's just like, now this baby, my grandson. Yes. Uh, <laughs> We'll never have to carry that burden. It just runs in <laughs> and just that real quick. Got <laughs> there just in time. Um, uh, and then, so that's it. Um, Batman saying, we both lost everything today, everything that matters. Yeah, in this child, perhaps we've both given something a second chance. In this child, perhaps we can build the true union of our families and hope for a better tomorrow. So pretty powerful stuff. Like that was like the, 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 um, 
not the climax, but like the pretty much like the like the wildest chapter where you know everyone dies and and right. pretty interesting things happen and a lot of wild turns happen. So <laughs> next chapter is uh 1989. Hey, that's my birth year and Taylor Swift's birth year and Travis Kelsey's oh, yeah. birth year oh, and sure. uh, all these cool people. Uh, <laughs> uh, 1989, Crime and Punishment. And um, so it's showing a pretty baller image of uh, Superman throwing in, like a spike into uh, Lex Luthor and him being shocked to death. And it's pretty awesome. But they're like, pretty- <laughs> despite this image being awesome, we still have to prospect. We still have to tell you that you're a murderer, Superman. And um, and they're showing, um, uh, let's see, uh, M- Mr. President, uh, the body. Uh, okay, yeah, it's already an hour and a half. We, I got to fast forward. So. Oh, they're saying Superman's a murderer, and they're like, oh, man, that sucks. I guess we should uh, try to figure this out, and then a bunch of shit happens. And, um, oh, Batman's in this weird, like, stupid costume like we showed on the cover. He's, like, you know, he's, like, got this, like, weird, like, Wolverine. Like, he's got the Wolverine, like, um, you know, things in this front, and, like, he, he looks like Batman and Wolverine at the same time. So he's, uh, yeah. like, going over to Superman's lair, and um, he's going to confront Superman because of uh, him killing Lux Luthor. And then uh, he gets... um. You know, it's Batman Jr. still. I mean, Bruce Wayne Jr. still, and he's saying like, um, uh, he's going up to him, saying like, uh, you guys surrender yourself. You you can't like kill. And he's like, um, uh, and all this stuff and whatever. Um, and he's saying he's like he's gonna tell the whole story. So he's like, it it all happened a couple of days ago. He's going to this tower. He's he's confronting Luther, and Luther's saying it's been such a long time, and he's shown, um, you won't think it nearly long long enough. When I'm done with you, Luther, you're going to pay for your crimes against humanity, against my family. Luther says, spare me the more outrage, Superman. You have been far too derelict in your self-appointed duties to play that tune. And Superman's like, derelict my balls. And that's a, it's a pretty good comeback, I thought. And that's where they get Zoolander gets the joke from. So. <laughs> um, I do love um, with Superman... <laughs> When he he crashes into a lair, he he just like smashes through the wall. He's like Luthor. It's a great image. I was wondering, do you think he did that like a few times at other uh, <laughs> other layers and it was just empty? It was like Luthor. Oh fuck it. Yeah. Oh, it's really grad. Oh, he's like, hey Superman, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> not, not right now. It's really grad. I gotta find Luthor. He's like, oh, he's over there. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> no <Yeah>. problem. <laughs> See you. <laughs> Um, so, um, it, oh, you, uh, yeah, go ahead. And then Lux Luther is like, hey, check this out. He's like, I got a bunch of tapes of your, all your friends dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. Yeah, he's it's just, pretty fucked up. Well, he's, <laughs> he killed uh, Jimmy Olsen in a blast. He, uh, his widow Lucy gunned down by bank robbers. Why Lucy? We even meet her at the, she just, uh, do we even see her face? Yeah. They just kill her. <laughs> she doesn't um, even, <laughs> at least she gets, there's some, <laughs> yeah. Their son Clark um and his wife and children driven off the cliff road by a runaway truck. He's like, to be fair, I didn't even do that. That truck driver is just a psychopath. It just <laughs> happened to work out. Just saying. Um and he says, um, uh Mayor Peregrine White, uh slain by assassins and a dozen others, of course, all close to you, all dead. Um those were not computer recreations, that was actual footage, my friends dying. How did I possibly have such Images, unless I was somehow precognate, or unless I was the one who engineered each of those untimely deaths. Um, he says, "Your friend wasn't slaughtering my friendly." And wait, what? Oh, you fiend! You fiend! 
wasn't slaughtering my family enough. Not a friend. Uh, my family enough. Problem, Superman. And he says, my arm. Pulling you out of that chair almost. Wait, wait, wait sorry, guys. Oh, I love how he's just like slaughtering my family for, uh, wait, wasn't slaughtering my family enough for, oh, uh, he merely fucks God, up his arm. Damn it, you're so heavy. God, what are you fucking He's a shit. God, so fuck. How is this heavy? My God. <laughs> I'm so let's let's move off my weights, man. Wasn't that cool? No, that's not. I, that doesn't make sense. Ow! It should just okay my arm, even if I'm a regular person. That makes no sense. Okay, let's just move move along. <laughs> no, I, what are you eating? Why are you so dense? Makes no sense. Your skin's all leather. I I pulled like half of it with you. <laughs> I want to mention. Fine, fine. <laughs> on the previous page with Perry when they talk about Peregrine White Jr. slain by assassins <laughs> they he hired two guys both with two guns sh- shooting down Perry White Jr. and I love the fact that like I, I don't know why they had to go with that much firepower you didn't have to be like one guy with a gun they're like no two guys two guns you don't want to fuck around with Perry White Jr. Like I imagine he's like he's some kind of like uh like martial artist. They're just like, we gotta take him down fast and hard. If you don't, he's coming <laughs> after. He's coming after he'll kill you, he'll kill us all. Perry White. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that name. Um, I do know I like that I like for pointing that out where um uh the one robber uh or you know assassin has his like guns like turned to the side like like an action movie where it's like, okay, you, you shoot him normal, but what can I like, like in Simpsons where he's like, can I turn my gun like this? He's like, cool, you do whatever you want. He's like, cool, man, thanks. And then he does do that. He's like, oh man, this is awesome. <laughs> this rules, man. Like they're these two guys, these two guys are having like the best day on their on their job. They're like mm-hmm. this best assassination we've ever done. <laughs> You're just gunning him down That's with like so six pounds into his right into his chest. <laughs> I um, am brutal death. It's pretty brutal, yeah. Pretty couple of pages, and then uh, <laughs> Luther reveals um, just a bunch of bullshit we don't care about. There's just saying that he's been the ultra human all along, and that, and then Superman's like, "How does that change anything?" He's like, "Because I was a different person." He's like, "But I didn't really know Lex Luther before that, so it's not a really big deal. Why are you revealing that your name is different? You, you put your brain into a different body." He's like, "Yep, I've been that guy all along." You know that guy I fought once in 1939? Yep. <laughs> cool, you're still an asshole. Like, you're still... I don't know how this changes everything. You're just still a prick. <laughs> nope, I'm... It changes everything. No, it doesn't. You're still <laughs> my family, and you're still an asshole. <laughs> He's like, well, uh, it does. And he says... Um, and then it's like, my last plan is like, uh, it was that only a matter of time. Waiting for, now I need to do something with this helmet. And then um, Superman's like, I've had enough of this shit. And he just like... It's pretty fucking cool. He like just like um kick flips like a piece of uh metal and he's just like throws it straight into Luther and he's like, That was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he, he looks all sad about it, but you can tell he's like fucking there. Yeah, it was pretty fucking it was pretty gnarly and it was awesome. And then so like, he's just saying like yeah, good. Oh it just them being like one shot. You know, just like okay, check like, that out. Yeah. <laughs> um He's saying that he meant, he meant to pin him, but electrocuting killed him. And he's saying um, he's going to go um, turn himself in. He's going to go on trial. Um, 
like but they're trying to figure out like how are we supposed to do this like uh how like what jail should we you've done so much like but what jail should we give you to or something like that and he says um put him in the fam uh batman says put him in the phantom zone projector and um uh like uh and put him in there for 10 years or whatever and the and, and they say that yeah, sure that sounds fine and batman and they're like batman can you do it and he's like serve as executioner yes your honors he's like superman and he's like don't say anything old friend this is for the best i will see you again in 10 years perhaps by that time then you will have made a better world and batman's like why is that on me what the fuck why do you say that <laughs> why do i have to i i don't have powers man like it, it's very much like why do you I tell me you do that <laughs> the fuck is going on i thought you were getting out i, I didn't think you were actually going in there um right <laughs> i love that there's a on the page earlier they're, they're talking about how um oh yeah it's it's, it's the judge and he's like oh Superman, he's like guilty, your honors. Guilty? But Superman, the Batman, has already told the court you acted in self-defense. Did I, your honor? And then he he just he, he goes on and talks about like, well, maybe I meant to kill him. And it, it, it's very much like I, I really want them to be like, yeah, that that's fine. Uh he murdered your entire family. I think we can we can let this one like slide. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think we're all good, right? <laughs> He's like, nope, gotta go. Gotta go to the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. Gotta go, motherfucker. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, I, I love how he's like, um, he's like, well, the most powerful super, the most powerful superhero pretty much ever. He's just like, see ya. Have fun. <laughs> a better place when I get back in like 10 years. I'm like, what the fuck? What am I supposed to do now? <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next chapter is uh, 1999. It's called Beginning and Endings, and um, and, and you see, it's Bruce Wayne in like some weird ass outfit. He looks like Ra's al Ghul, and that's you know we'll find out in a minute. But he's like the new Ra's yeah. al Ghul because he used the Lazarus bit. So he says, uh, "Welcome, Batman. I've waited a long time for this moment." Um, well, and it's uh, keep in mind it's 1999, so you're gonna hear some references that are probably like present to that year so you won't think it's long enough by half by the time i finish with you friend i just got out of a movie called eyes wide shot was that a long movie man that was crazy um <laughs> my father disappeared 20 years ago searching for you but don't expect me to conveniently do the same not as convenient as seeing fight club in theaters this year i saw it in theaters pretty cool that was a good movie that was that was that just came out this year too and he's like i have no desire to see you disappear batman just like I have no desire to see. Trying uh, <laughs> what's what's another movie from the I didn't understand the trailer. <laughs> just... yeah, right. Once, uh, <laughs> quite the opposite. In fact, I hope to see you take my place here. Um, uh, we're gonna have to fast forward through all of this. <laughs> but um, basically, um, it's a uh, Bruce Bruce Wayne is saying that like he took the place of Ra's al Ghul. Um, he went to the Lazarus pit. He murdered the shell of Ra's al Ghul. He's like. Now I'm the new Ra's al Ghul, and it's like pretty cool, right? And Batman Jr. is like, huh? I mean, Bruce Wayne Jr. is like, that's pretty cool, but you also disappeared for like 20 years. That's pretty weird. He's like, yep, that was weird. Anyway, yeah. this whole time I've been slowly tra- changing his whole operation from like, like guns and drugs, and to like less guns and drugs, but like very slowly. <laughs> so I still did a lot of bad things for a while, but I slowly I just did less of it, and then 
So he's like, I changed all the operations around, and oh, and he's like, because um, Sin, uh, let's get to the point. Um, uh, Bruce Jr.'s like, um, you know, like, why'd you call me here? And it's like, um, that is the operation over which I now want you to assume control, son. I have set the machinery in motion now. Someone else must continue the work. But why? If you have something accomplished so much, why give it up to even to me for the simplest reason, Mashal, son? Because American Psycho is going to be out in theaters in one year, and I can't wait to see that. <laughs> I heard that's going to be a crazy movie. So, you know, it's very dated references. So it's a, uh, you yeah. know, it's kind of a it's weird. It's a weird chapter to read. Yeah. So there was a bit with Bruce Wayne Jr. when he's like, "We reunited." Just in time to see the 20th anniversary of Apocalypse Now this year. Oh man, that's crazy. Like that's, that's good timing, yeah. Why don't they? It's weird that like, they weren't talking about it in 1979 of like, <laughs> let's go see that movie in that, but then I think I forgot. Yeah. They must have missed it. Yeah. It was, um, I do love, yeah, <laughs> with Bruce that he's just like, yeah, the, the fact that he waited so long to tell his. So many characters in this in this book are so obsessed with like not telling their children what's going on with them, just lying mm-hmm. to them, just like, hey, I know we haven't talked in like twenty years, but I've been doing a mm-hmm. lot of work. With you, you see this, you see all this shit. This is cool. And he's like, <laughs> but I kind of want you to run it, and it just like I gotta get back to protecting wealth. I'm, I really <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I, I, really- I miss doing that. It's it's really fun. That's uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so he's just telling bruce jr to like uh um take over the business uh he says i want to be batman again and it shows him like swinging around gotham and just being a crazy asshole and breaking people's legs <laughs> and arms throwing people around being like um and then uh he gets someone they're like i heard you left gotham there were rumors after superman was sent to the phantom zone he's like i did leave gotham for a while but now i'm back and then so he swings over and he's like um, it's not been exactly 10 years, but I think I'm going to let Superman out because I can do whatever the fuck I want. And then he lets Superman out and, 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 uh, he's like, Hey, you've changed your uniform last time I saw you. And Bruce is like, more than that old friend, it's me. And then Bruce is, and then he's like, Bruce, it, uh, you're fucking young as shit. Why are you doing that? I'll explain later. He doesn't explain. Um, and then he, uh, uh, um, and then like Nightwing comes in, but it's um you know jo- Joel Kent and Miley's uh, son, and he's like, hey, what's up, everyone? And he's like, cool, what's up? And they're all like, yeah, so yeah, that's all. And then uh, I don't know, they do some stuff. They fly. Uh, Nightwing flies in this thing, and he yeah. Oh, man, there's so much. Oh my god. Okay, we're almost at like two hours. Let's uh. <laughs> and then the Green Lantern shows up, but it's like uh Kyle, it's Kyle Rayner, and then um, love- some Green Lantern shit happens. Go ahead. He's so casual. He's just like, "Hey, man!" Like he just shows up and is like, "Yeah, I can help out." He's like <laughs> the most chill Green Lantern of everybody. Yeah. Like, we'll meet. All right, yeah. Everything's yeah. turning around. Yeah, so it's, it's getting a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, for some reason, Nightwing starts to fly around. I'm not reading the dialogue anymore because it's getting late. Um, and then it changes. And the next chapter is twenty nine nineteen nineteen twenty nine. Damn. Wait. Exactly. If that doesn't make sense to you, it still won't in a couple pages. So, um, so the year is twenty nine nineteen, and um, wait, yeah, uh, there's a bat plane flying around. Superman's flying around in space or in like some fucking planet. Uh, Superman has some crazy ass hair. Um, it looks pretty weird, and he's like walking around, and he's like, "Here's all the 
um, here's like a bunch of old pictures. He's like, let's talk about that one time, um, like a hundred years ago or nine hundred. God, to be I mean, nine hundred years ago, right? Or yeah, it was. Uh, or so hundred. Nine hundred would be like two thousand. Wait, nine hundred would be like twenty nineteen, and so it'd be like not uh, uh nine. It'll be like a thousand. Damn. Wait, uh, nine hundred and ninety years. Yeah, right. I can't do math. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> the twenty-nine. That's very well. Anyway, um, so and then they're just saying like, let's reminisce back to nineteen nineteen, and they're saying like, hey, look at this. Um, you know, I, I honestly, when I even when I was reading this, I skipped this chapter, but I'll we'll just go through this real quick, like. Um, yeah, like they're saying like, oh, it's young Bruce and young Clark. They're meeting up and there's all everyone's young and and Clark's dressed up as Superboy and and Bruce dresses up as Robin. And they're fighting this big monster. Yada, yada, yada. Lois is there. And um, I don't know. And then it turns out like um, Luther's there for some reason. <laughs> and Luther does other stuff. Kidnaps Lois. <laughs> And then okay, that's it. Um, and then Lois is like being all flirty with everyone, which is really weird. But um, anyway, so um, uh, and then uh, Clark gets home, and um, I'll just read this part. P. Ross, Lando, Goshen, youngster, whatever is the matter. It's Lena. She was fooling around with her with a magic wand. Her father brought back from Merlin's cave. And it transformed her into some sort of sorceress. And then Superboy says, oh, brother, here we go again. And Elena <laughs> says, Superboy, I was hoping you'd show up. Come together. We can put right all the ills of the world. So, you know, it was first Robin all along. So if you think that was insane and <laughs> oh, me reading it word for word or even you reading it and seeing all the pictures, it would make even less sense. So <laughs> and then um, the yeah. Fast forward to the future. Um, they're saying like, yeah, it's crazy. Well, what a wild memory was that. Um, and hello, Mr. Wayne. Uh, and then um, from that comic, from like you know, like uh, 990 years ago, um, Lena says, uh, "Hello, Mr. Wayne. It's been a long time." Uh, and it says, "Lena, Lena Lang." And um, but you two aren't the only immortals around here. All these potions, spells, and formulas I messed with over the years had a permanent effect. 300 years ago, Elena tracked me down as you did, uh, Bruce, as and the two of you are, well, I must say, I approve. I love Lois like a sister, but you two had so much history, and even after Cal left Smallville, I never really stopped loving him. She wanted and Bruce, uh, Superman says she waited 700 years for me, Bruce. There never was a greater testimony to true love. And uh, the last page is Lena saying, but hey, enough talk. We can all get caught up later. Like Bruce said, it's a big universe. There must be somewhere out there the three of us can get into trouble that looks like they're getting into a threesome. It's a really <laughs> weird last page. Sorry. It really I is. Need to go through all that, but you, what are your thoughts on that last couple of pages and how insane that was? I mean, um, I do think, I mean, like, you know, he pulled it off because, you, you, you know, um, it really works as an ending because especially how much development he's able to put in to Lana Lang as a character, like throughout all these four issues, like all these opportunities he would have had, he had to kind of, uh, you know, have her like have agency or kind of moments that would kind of like 
contribute to this. Never mind. She shows up three pages before the end of the story, and is it is now a, a major part of the ending. I it, it makes no sense in in any way. Oh. It's just like, it's a yeah. It's it <laughs> that last page is insane. It it really is. <laughs> it really is just like Batman, like as a third wheel on a date. He's just like, huh? I'm uh, and I'm here too. <laughs> it's just like these two super beings. Yeah. He's just like, and that's the last page. It makes no sense. <laughs> it is deranged. I, I don't understand. I don't. Yeah. I remember reading this as a kid, getting to this and be like, did I miss like a whole issue where they had like her at some or like introduce her at some point? And it's just like, nope. She gets. Actually, I want to see. Uh, so she gets one, two, oh, three pages. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused about the how they okay so they set this last chapter in the year 2919 right but they flash back to I get 1929 is 10 years before 1939 but why set it in 2919 why, why don't you just make it the full thousand years like right yeah I don't get things or maybe they're trying to go with like the that no chapter had a 19 in the title I don't yeah. know these things bother me <laughs> It's a it's a dumb choice. It's a weird yeah. ending. It's a very weird <laughs> ending for a very weird book. Very flawed <laughs> but interesting book. Um after re reading this, uh what what were your final what's your any other final thoughts or observations or um ideas? Um So it's one of those things where it's it like I really like what you said about how Spider Man life story took a lot of like is very much in the same vein. And I think that that's a really cool way of putting it because I think it's something where I do like this format. I think it's a it's a cool idea too, and it's something I I would love to see with more characters because I think especially like it, they could do some really cool stuff if like um like X Men or like Wonder Woman. I feel like you you could really play into like a lot of that history and kind of like the nature of comics being long form and like having so much uh, so much continuity and like characters over the years. So it is one thing where I'm like, I do like it in terms of that, where it's not my favorite example of this kind of story, but mm-hmm. I do like the fact that it, um, I don't know if it in, influenced Chip at all, but it's great to kind of see like uh, the more modern version, I think is like a lot more successful in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. Something where it's like, you know, like at, at the end of the day, it's still fun to read. Like, it's one of those things where I think it's more fun to talk about. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty um, insane book. Pretty wild book. I wanted to say, because I, I couldn't stop laughing, but where I could hear, <laughs> I could hear your exasperation when you're like, and there's a giant robot shows up, and uh, you keep going. I know. It's my fault. I did pick this book, and it is no, it's longer a... than most of the other books that we've covered, but yeah, it's weird. It was good trying to get through it in less than two hours. So, no, it, it long was a long episode. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um, yeah. um, I would give it um three th- three forks. Um, John Byrne mm-hmm. zero. Forks. Yeah, he's a pretty bad he's... guy. He sucks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's um, you know, it's a fun book, and if you have the time. And you can get through some of the weirder bits. I think it's at least um, a fun one. 
to read along with us um or you can just listen to our commentary that's probably a lot easier right yeah i think that's a little bit easier to do <laughs> um yeah it's um pretty wild book um the last <laughs> thing i want to the end on was um there was there's a couple um uh i remember reading it back when i um was uh you know like uh we both first got like back let's say 2005 or 2006 and i remember reading it a couple times or like um and um and listening to music at the same time so there's a couple of things that i remember uh vividly listening to while um uh, while uh reading this book and there's one album uh there's so the sophia stevens uh come on feel the illinois i feel like i've listened to that a lot while reading this book so there's a lot of passages in this that remind me of that like there's a lot of highs and lows in that album and like there's a lot of sad moments in that album and so it feels like it like syncs up pretty well like with that you know i love that and then yeah yeah and then um and there's other um i also and then i guess i don't know um because it's a pretty long book so i might might listen to different like cds and other stuff back then but I also um, uh, listened to Johnny Cash's, like the Johnny Cash uh, greatest hits. And and it's funny because that lines up pretty well because like his career goes like, you know, it starts like pretty simple in the early days. And then there's like, um, uh, there's, uh, you know, like uh, as his career goes further, it's like his music was more complicated and uh, more like interesting. And uh, so there's a couple songs that, especially from that, uh, the greatest hits album that remind me of, uh, um, there's this one song he did with U2 called The Wanderer, and that kind of reminds you of like some of this. Um, uh, oh, wow. Uh, so it's a really good song from U2 and Johnny Cash. Uh, kind of like, uh, if you listen to the whole thing, it's really good. Nothing like themes of the book, but I just remember listening to that song and hearing that and thinking it was pretty good, you know. And then there's... Yeah. There's a really cool, um, um, there's really cool, um, he, uh, I'm playing the, the song called The Highwayman from the group called The Highwaymen. It was, uh, a super group that was formed. It, it had, oh man, uh, it had Willie Nelson, uh, let me try to find all the, uh, I think it was, yeah, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, and Chris Christopherson. Uh, so they, they did a couple, like, songs, did a couple albums and stuff, songs together, and then, so later um in this song highwayman it's like telling you about these four people who are um like stories about them so it's like different um eras in there so this is uh willie nelson singing about a a person like saying i'm still alive and that's how each of these verses go like that's awesome there's like this one's the sailor this is this one's like a you know robber this one's and then it's cool when we uh, there's let me try to get to Johnny Cash's verse because it's really interesting because it does line up like very well with the end of this book. I think Johnny Cash's verse is like, I'm a fucking like um, <laughs> flying in space. I'm a fucking I'm going crazy. I'm like, this is like lining up directly with the ending of this book, like where Batman's like flying through and it's like, I've lived a thousand years and I'm flying through space and stuff. So let's see <laughs> if I can we can get to that part. Let's see. I love that. Yeah, there we go. Nice. 
That's awesome. I love that. So I thought that was like such a um, very odd um, occurrence of like two different things. Like where um, that song in particular, like not only like some of Johnny Cash's songs, but in particularly that song, it's about um, highway, like a highwayman or a sailor or different people in different time periods doing the same thing and then kind of them singing about it. So it's cool that the last verse is like, I'm in a starship, I'm flying through space. And that's like how the book ends too. So it was a pretty cool, like weird occurrence of back then when I was re- listening to that, um, the greatest hits album, from Johnny Cash, and then reading this book. So that always like intertwine in my head, like Sufjan Stevens and then Johnny Cash, like songs and with this book. And yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. That's so cool. Oh my God. That's such a good, yeah, like, that works so well. I feel like, especially for the early bits with, like, um, Come On Philly, Illinois, because it's, like, really good, because it's, like, especially that first, not the first track, but um, The Man in Metropolis steals our hearts away. It's, like, it's good for, like, the early sections when it's still fun and kind of, like, um, Mm -hmm. and, and, and kind of, like, like, crazy stuff, and then you have like the last track. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's oh yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. Something, something Egypt. But it's that that really good piano that's like really haunting and like mm-hmm. really weird. It really lines up with like when things start to get darker and kind of uh, more lethal, like for all the characters. Exactly. That. That's so cool. So I was thinking those, and yeah, it makes me want to listen to those uh, albums and all those songs again. But um. But yeah, like um, so this is a fun episode. Yeah, like you said, like it's not a perfect well, book. It's really um intertwined with our history of reading comic books. Like we got it from the library, and, and you know it's it's interesting. It's very well done. It's a great. It's a really interesting narrative. It's like the narrative device of fast forwarding ten years and then following how if they age in real time, how their life would go. And it's pretty hard swings here with uh some of these tragedies and um storytelling but and like again if you like this but don't maybe some of these things are weird john burns just a weird guy read uh <laughs> yeah. free to read chip zadrowski's um spider-man um uh, what was it called again uh life story life story uh spider-man life story by chip zadrowski really really good book and similar narrative device so i recommend that one a lot so that's pretty much all i have um anything i know areas but any like other things you wanted to say or do should we throw it over do you have any recommendations to read for next time or um oh that's a good question um oh yeah i know usually uh, i'm (laughs) (laughs) um no i I feel like um that's pretty much it in terms like i like what you said um if everyone gets the gets a chance 100 percent read spider-man life story that's um an amazing book um but yeah um besides that trying to think of anything else um hmm. no those are my uh yeah pretty much final thoughts um in terms of reading for next time um i can show what i did i just grabbed whatever was closest to me and i'm like oh yeah let's read this and then it turned into a two-hour episode (laughs) Um, yeah, we can do, um, goodies, Chinese takeout, food, carry out. Oh, damn it. No. Uh, <laughs> <All right. laughs> Ooh, <that's something> <laughs> be, 
it was actually really good. Yeah, that, Ooh, that nice. I'll have to try that. <laughs> if, you're in, uh, <laughs> if you're in Central Maryland, go to Goodies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Get that very particular re- recommendation for people. <laughs> but um, hmm, I'm trying to think. Like, would we want to do one before the end of October to do like a spooky one? Oh, maybe if we can, you know, no, if even if we do in early November, nothing wrong with that. But yeah, if we can fit it in, um, our schedules uh, allow us to. Uh, I'm down for that. That'd be awesome. Um, I don't have anything in mind. I'd have to. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I thought That's I was cool. going to when I said that, and I was like, oh wait, no. Nope. I was like, oh yeah, I'm ready, and you're like, nope, none. <laughs> <for Kidding. you."> <laughs> um. <laughs> I'll think about it because there, there has to be some stuff that that, that could be really fun for right. that. I'll do some research. Um, yeah, we'll let you know. Yeah. Before we we decide, some way we'll probably post it on Twitter. Exactly. Um, That's a good idea. You'll make sure you follow us on. Um, oh yeah. X and uh, and on uh, Instagram. I created an account because oh. I don't want to be on Twitter as much anymore. So I I created <laughs> an Instagram with it. So follow us on nice. Instagram and threads. All that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, like, um, I'm glad I listened along and we'll post what we think we're going to do and then uh, we'll go from there. Um, thanks for keeping us with this. This has been a big titty episode. Uh, it's been, you know, it's been a while, like, gone a while, like two hours long, but thanks for sticking us all the way through. Hope it was worth it. Um, if you have any, um, any final thoughts or just want to sign off? Um, no, I wanted to mention something about. Actually, I did have one more final thought about the um about the end of the comic, especially. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought <laughs> I thought it was like it was pretty interesting where um you could tell he like John Byrne spent a lot of time with this last page because like you can see both Superman and Batman's hogs just kind of oh, like really. Man, like, I didn't yeah. even notice that. That was. That was like the most blatant one. I felt like we completely missed. Like all the other ones <laughs> of the the hidden hog. Like, I mean, I respect it because it's like it's like hidden Mickey's where it's like the hidden hog of yeah. of, of each story. <laughs> He's able to like hide it in there. They're like, wait a minute, is that a tower in the back? No, oh, that's it's another a hog. hog. It's that's a hog. someone's hog. That's a <laughs> uh, it's it's hard to avoid, but I feel like we just I feel like recently we've just been. A lot of people, a lot of artists are just drawing him into them over the past like 50 years. Like that, you know, it's weird. Uh, it's a weird thing that we only we notice though. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah, it's but hopefully, hopefully next time, our next episode will definitely not have any. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. We. Oh, what's the? What are the chances of that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Well, uh, I guess time to sign off. Uh, what were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna wrap up. Oh, okay, like, okay. Wrap up hog talk. Yeah. Uh, okay, this has been hog talk. Uh, this has been Ryan and Brandon with hog talk. Uh, please uh, keep listening to your hogs and keep reading. So, signing off. This is Ryan. And this is Brandon. And we'll see you on the other side. No, like we're not gonna die in the next couple of weeks. No, I'm just been like on the other side, as in like the next episode. I don't know why I said that. Oh man, I'm ruining this ending. 
Um, how do I how do I get out of this? Oh no. 